My name is Harry Leslie Smith, and I am almost 100 years old. My memories and my voice are my last weapon against the political tides that want to return Britain and the world to the darkness of my youth. So, I see you've joined me from the second episode of Harry's Last Stand. You and I have taken refuge inside a railway pub because we've missed our trains. It is raining outside and we are burning off the damp in the snug with friendly talk about my past. Your hopes and our general fear that the country hasn't gone to the dogs, but to the 1% instead. So let's begin where we left off at the start of my life a long time ago, when there was no internet, no smartphones, no Netflix, and certainly no television. In fact, indoor plumbing didn't even exist for the majority of citizens. It was a time of pisspots and poverty. Barnsley, the place of my birth, was a miserable town in the 1920s. If you were working poor, it was rank with poverty, disease and hunger. It was the third world, and by the time the 1926 general strike came, it was like some circle of hell even Dante couldn't imagine. Things are better there now, but not by much because there is too much childhood poverty, too few opportunities for those who just can't get a fair shake in life. Don't they say, the more things change, they stay the same? Well, Barnsley is proof positive of that. As I've told you, my dad hacked coal for a living, deep below the surface, he did it in the most inhospitable circumstances, long hours, brutal conditions, and because there was a recession after the Great War, he didn't get much of a pay packet. The government of the day said after that war, they'd build a land fit for heroes, but they didn't. They never do. And if you don't believe me, just go on your high street and ask the homeless how many of them took the Queen's shilling. I can still remember the sound of the miners' boots marching off to the pits in the morning and returning at tea time, sounding like an army beaten and in retreat. It was tough for my dad because my eldest sister, Marion, had come down with tuberculosis. She was born in 1915, so by the time I came around in 1923, she was poorly. That blasted TB got into her spine, and then things got very rough for her. You see, there was no NHS, so the working class got the health care they could afford, which was home remedies 
and wives' tales. It was why Marion didn't have a hope in hell of surviving TB. But I will tell you more about her later on, because it hurts me too much to remember how she died and how her death was the beginning of the end for my family. You haven't touched your drink. Go on, have a schluck, as my German wife used to say. The present and the past seem to collide in my mind these days because there is so much happening now that reminds me of long ago. When I ride the bus today, as an old man, I can see on the other passengers' faces a pained and worried look cut into their tired expressions. Years of flat wages, zero-hour contracts have taken their toll. There is no security in work if it just barely keeps the lights on. People need a bit of cushion, and you are never going to see that with a Tory government, or for that matter with any political group who espouses neoliberalism. It's probably why people voted, or at least 52% of them, for Brexit. After years of just making ends meet and being horribly indoctrinated by the right-wing media as well as many politicians, from Nigel Farage to Cameron, and even some Labour ones, people thought their enemy was the EU. Vote out, get the migrants out and clean the stables. And presto, my low-skilled job will suddenly have enormous value. Sadly, that's not ever going to happen, unless we see a return of the 13th century Black Death. Because that was the only time the few peasants who survived got a leg over their masters. I am afraid with Brexit the wages will be worse because Theresa May is going to have to make some pretty conciliatory trade deals. She is going to turn Britain into a boot sale. I have lived through the chaos of the Great Depression and it was more than hard. It was brutal that so many people in Britain decided because of what was written on the side of a bus. To give chaos a go stupefies me. It leaves me gobsmacked at the sheer stupidity of mob politics. The British people are better than that. And yes, many things have been bad for a long time, but that doesn't mean you should listen to rich, selfish men like Boris Johnson when they tell you they can build paradise out of nostalgia. I went to Butlins in the 1950s, and I can tell you it wasn't as it was cracked up to be. But let's leave it there for now, because it's time to end this episode and let you catch your breath. Ta-ra! Ta-ra!